Good afternoon and welcome to Community Focus at JJY. I'm Ken Thomas along with Tess Taylor and our guest today is Tom Nixon. Tom is with Toward Zero Deaths. Tom, welcome back to Community Focus. Thank you very much. And let's uh, remind our listeners once again what Toward Zero Deaths is all about. It's a multi-state agency project that I would say is more grassroots than state agency. It's designed to be at our home level, at uh, where we're talking about traffic safety, and it incorporates our four E's, and, and then probably the fifth one I'll bring up again at the end, but engineering, education, enforcement, and emergency trauma services are the four pillars that at some way look at when crashes occur, what happened, and how can we prevent them from happening again. And that fifth E is everyone. We all have a role to play in this, but the, the four E's that focus their time and come to the table to talk about what to do in, in relation to traffic safety are those. And the program's goal of zero deaths is is attainable, but it's, it's, it's difficult to see that at this point when we continue to have as many fatalities as we do per year on our roads. And it, it all comes down to that personal responsibility. It certainly does. Yeah, I think your 50 is maybe the most important ingredient. We all have to take that uh, responsibility. It everyone. is. It is. I agree. Yeah. So uh, I know we have had a focus on the high rates of speed that people have been traveling on. That uh, focus continues, doesn't it? It does. What we're seeing on the roads is there's a need to continue that enforcement and and this education like we're having right now on the risks of speed when when people are encountering uh, changes in the roadway you know they're 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 following their hood ornament they're thinking about where their destination is and not maybe the task at hand and something intervenes some change a deer or a car is not gap spacing you know they're not seeing where you need to pull in or out you lose that opportunity uh, the faster you go to have more reaction time and it takes time for us to react it really does so what we've seen in this last year is uh, the speed enforcement has made a difference and that the education has uh, received been received by the motoring public people know that they are to change their behavior but it's still a persistent issue but thankfully today I can say that uh, we are we are 39 percent less than this time last year for speed now last year was a peak year is last that speed fatalities numbers or or speed related deaths okay yeah thank, thank you. you for the clarification there yes so what we're seeing is those crashes that had the primary factor primary factor probably even secondary, but um, of speed as a contributing factor to that crash, where those have gone down. Good. But there's work left to do. Yes, there is. <laughs> yeah. What we what we know is that going years previous, we've we've been better before. Mm-hmm. And and at this point, what we need people to do is is to drive to the conditions, drive to the limits, drive. And conditions is not just weather, but it's also what's traffic doing around you. Pay attention. If 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 you're the fastest thing out there. Unless you have lights and a siren, you're probably not the one that should be going the fastest. Maybe you need to pay attention to why they're slowing down. Yeah. Yeah, yeah well said. Yeah, I, I just took a trip and I'm pulling a boat, so I know I'm going slower than normal. And I was amazed at how many people, uh, you see that one or two people that just are going to pass every vehicle all the way home. Mm-hmm. And they're going way faster than the speed limit. It always amazes me. I don't know. I just feel they're endangering everyone on the road by doing that especially on a, a if two you will lane. a two-lane highway yeah yeah it it you know even the most passive introverted person in the world has, seems to have some competitive spirit to them because <laughs> one, once you get to the the, the four-lane divided it's it's like 
I have to go in the left lane and get around everybody, even though we're going to go the same speed and arrive at the same stoplight. For some reason, it seems many people, not everybody, will will find the urge to, to well, I need to get going. Um, and and what, we, what we always chuckle at, I guess, is when you pull up right behind the car that just went through all the effort to weave around and get there. Yeah. What we don't chuckle at and what is is angering is when something bad happens and we can see it coming it's like, what yeah. were you doing that for what was yeah. the what was worth that risk most days people do the right thing most of the time people are being uh, a good steward of of the highway etiquette but when we think of when crashes occur nobody planned to have that that wasn't what they intended to do no. but they also maybe didn't plan not to and being late for something is not fun. It may be even for some people it might cost you your job if if you've been late frequently. So it's about responsibility. It's about planning. There's a lot of sounds like mm-hmm. shaking your finger in this conversation, but <laughs> the reality is, I think you uh, know better. Yeah, we know better. That's yeah. it. We know yeah. better, and so don't fool yourself. Yeah, uh, Tom. The other things that uh, I know you continue to focus on are distracted driving and impaired driving. We're in the summer. I know there's so many events that happen and. Uh, uh, it's too many times people uh, still are getting behind the wheel when they've had a few too much fun. Let's just put it that the, way. And, and we know that too much fun has, has somewhat shifted to um, more recreational drugs, um, where we're seeing that, you know, in the past few years, even half of our uh, fatalities that are uh, impair-related, impaired-related have been up to 50 percent um, other than alcohol impairment. So we have to be careful that people are are not just confusing impairment with alcohol, but alcohol is definitely uh, high on the list. Although, although we can say that we have um, we've been lower than the past six years uh, right now when, than in the trend with alcohol. It's still too many. We're still seeing mm-hmm. far too many impaired drivers on the road. But when you go out, when you have fun and uh, uh, or not fun. You know, getting behind the wheel is just not an option. And if you plan ahead, those things get better. I think when we see law enforcement uh, enforcing and and working towards changing that behavior, we still find that they pick people up. They're still finding people. And really, it's 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 fishing. I mean, your luck is of getting caught um, is high because you stand out. Mm-hmm. But there's only so many officers and there's only so many roads they can work at a time. So the hope is that people change their behavior on their own without having the stick. The carrot is, hey, go have a good time and have a different plan. The stick is really for the rest of us who are on the road, our families, our friends, our kids. That's, that's what we're hoping is that you make a different choice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the distracted driving I know still is an issue as well. It is. Um, it's crazy how many people I see actually holding their phones up to their ears. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you see, I, like your cars probably have built-in stuff. You got the little thing that can hold your phone, and you be hands-free. Still, though, people, I pull up, and it's almost every day I could say I see someone holding their phone, talking on it. And I've I've heard people say, well, you know, I don't want to have a conversation with everybody else in the car. You know, I I, well, huh. I know this person that's and, answering, or I'm answering, and. Their language isn't something I want my kids to hear or something of that. And I, yep. I hear them. I understand what you're saying. That doesn't mean that you get to circumvent what the intent of the law is. And the intent of the law is 
you know, we, we are distracted in all sorts of ways, but what happens is the manipulation of that phone is only part of it. It's not just the fact that you're touching it or that you're looking at your phone, although that is part of it. Mm-hmm. Your brain's distraction. You're just concentrating on something else. And the joke, you've heard me talk about it here before, but, you know, I have to I'll turn the radio down to find the road I'm looking for. Yeah. Well, we'd laugh about it. But, but when we all do it. Let's be honest. Yeah. When you need to concentrate, quiet down, kids. I need, mm-hmm. to, I need to pay attention here. It it becomes that our brain needs more focus. And, and when we look at what the brain uh, functions on over time, there's different things we can get better at. Remember when you're a new driver, it was scary to have to reach for the blinker or change the radio or anything of that because you were focused on just the task of holding and staying straight and not wandering, right. keeping your speed at the same. We get the muscle memory. We learn that over the time. People have had negative but yet positive reinforcement that they can use their phones or do other tasks while they're driving because of negative events haven't occurred until something does. Yet, yeah. In, until yeah. something does. And mm-hmm. uh, we, we've, in the last week, there were several crashes that were distraction, fatal crashes that were distraction mm-hmm. related. We know that there was distraction or, or highly believed distraction was a part of it. And what, what changes in, in you know, the severity of that crash to, to anybody? Someone lost somebody. It doesn't matter the reason. It, do, it Ultimately, it doesn't matter if they were impaired, if they were speeding, if they weren't wearing their belt. Somebody lost somebody. And if it was the person that was misbehaving, that's one. But when they take the life of another, it becomes even much more complicated. And it, 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 it costs. It costs life. It costs money. It costs court time. It's grief for those responders that had to deal with that scene as well. So it all has cost. Yeah, absolutely. And, Tom, I was thinking, boy, when you add those three together – if you're either impaired or distracted and you're going too fast, now nah, it's just a deadly combo, isn't it? Risky behavior um, elicits more risky behavior. Yeah. And and what? Yeah, it's a, it's it's trip, triple uh, uh, factored there, and it exponentially changes what's going to happen down the road. The Minnesota Highway Safety Research Center is a driving course just south of St. Cloud, across from the Greystone College, also known as the prison. And they offer a team driving course out there, and they also have a lot of um, law enforcement and EMS and fire personnel that come through a course. And you get to go on a closed course through distraction, through, not impairment, but um, through, through speed, through different behaviors that, that um, you know, we know are challenging to work through. And these professionals, these people that do this for work, are, are challenged to recite a list of ice creams and, and navigate a cones course. And that's the whole point of it is to show you that even if, if you've had 20 years of driving or more of, of, of professional emergency vehicle driving, it's still a challenge. Yeah. They know that and they're, they're aware and so they limit their behaviors behind the wheel of those vehicles as well, even as much advanced training as they have. But for those parents that want their kids to have some experience, they do things like high-speed off-road recovery, you know, where you go off and there's a there's an edge mm-hmm. for your tire. They you don't use your vehicle, you use their vehicle, and you get the chance to <laughs> experience some of those things because sometimes you can tell them all you want about what it's going to be like when they hit black ice, but once mm-hmm. they actually do it and they're 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 out of control, right, yeah. and their yeah. fingernails are permanently embedded in the back of the steering wheel, mm-hmm. they now have that experience. So there's some opportunities to to do this in a safer way and learn about that but we do we have issues that are persistent and people um, year over year seem to find themselves in predicaments because they don't recognize it 
who uh, just used a term, too, that I've seen too much in the news lately, and that's off-road. And I want to refer to off-road vehicles because there's been a lot of fatalities this year involving these vehicles, which I see on the road all the time, by mm-hmm. the way. Yeah. It, you know, it's, it's, they're fun. And I think that's where we get in, in a little bit of a mix of trouble sometimes is, well, for the sake of fun, we're going to do this. And that means you're willing to encounter a, a, a bit of risk. Maybe even they'll say it's mitigated risk. Well, you know, we're, we're not going to go that fast. We're not going to do too much, you know, uh, um, horsing around. But side-by-side is, is just as capable as a, as a regular motor vehicle, except it, it, it does not have Ugh. any of the safety features. Well, not any. I shouldn't say any. It does not have near the amount of safety features that a, that a car does. They are, they're great. They have, they have a lot of utilitarian and um, um, recreation opportunities. But when you mix other behaviors with high-speed alcohol or, or distraction, you know, too many people and you're, you're laughing mm-hmm. and joking, they're not meant. They're not meant to be highway speed on a highway, um, or on a side dirt or road, or on the dirt road, <laughs> or in the ditch. Mm-hmm. And and as much as they they can do that, we don't know. Most people don't have the experience in knowing what they're going to react like, what they're going to do. The safety features that they do have, the belts and people wearing helmets, make a big difference in those incidents. We see a lot of times where people have been in crashes with those, and there was no belt use there was no helmet use there was really very little effort to try to protect themselves and by all means it's someone's personal perspective on how how they view safety but if your uncle or friend or grandparent or somebody and you have little ones with you Mm. you're not only setting an example you're not only setting expectations but you're also providing that risk. And um, those of you around that maybe see somebody and you're at a family reunion or a get together and someone's gonna give kids a ride or go do things of, of you know, what seems to be fun and harmless, maybe it's a time to go, hey, let's wait a minute here and, and let's, let's think about whether that's really the best choice. Yeah, yeah. Tom, uh, do I understand that TZD will be at the Crow Wing County Fair? You are correct, yeah. Uh, the Brainerd Lakes TZD has uh, been awarded uh, a number of years ago now uh, a large amount of money to get some experiential equipment, some things that people can go and, and feel what some of this stuff feels like that people are talking about in traffic safety. And at the Crow Wing County Fair by the Public Safety Building, you'll see a big blue apparatus, uh, and it'll say seatbelt convincer on it. And the hope is some people will want to climb into this. Now, if, if you're not physically um, well, in other words, you if know. If you've got a bad back, you might not want <laughs> to ride this. If you have a bad back, if you have <laughs> loose teeth, if you have a loose eyeball, I don't know. I just <laughs> you, be aware that you are going to go five to seven miles an hour to a sudden stop. And, and it's, you know, like being in a parking lot crash. But most people are pretty impressed with what that feels like. And the seatbelt, what it does for you is it keeps you in your seat. It gives you a, a, a sense of security to know that that thing makes a difference, even at five to seven miles an hour. Yeah. You know, Tom, if you picture, I've heard this analogy before, take yourself, run full speed toward a wall. Run full speed toward a wall. You're hitting maybe three, four, maybe at best miles per hour. Put your hands out and try to stop yourself full speed again. So, I mean, think of that, you know what I mean? And then think of just a few more miles per hour in a car, in a vehicle, in a crash and stopping. That is going to be some force, you know? It is, yes. I was just trying to think of who else we could have do that because I don't want to do that. No, I don't want to do that. A, I don't run and B, no, (laughs) I wouldn't stop. 
it's impressive to think what we would consider ourselves not to do any other time, but yeah. we'll, we'll encounter the risk without hesitation and other stories. Yeah. Oh, well, you know, we don't have enough seats in the car. We'll just put, you know, a couple people on the back seat on laps. Not a good idea. It, it's not a good idea, but it happens, you know, when people justify like, well, it's just a short trip. Yeah. Or We well, see we, that up in the resort area a lot. You know, oh, we're just running down to the gas station. We're just doing this and kids are hanging. Mm, yeah. And, and the sad part of it is many times it works out just fine. We just don't know which time mm-hmm. it's not. Mm-hmm. And those stories are so tough when they go the other way. Many times people make the right choice. Take two trips, do something else, come up with another way, walk safely on the shoulder with you know the right colored clothing, high visibility at the right time of day, all of those things. Yeah, I know, it's a lot, it's a lot, but really it isn't very much when no. we think of the risk. Exactly, it's easy things to do. Yeah, all right. Well, we'll look forward to seeing uh, the folks from the Lakes Area TZD at the Crow Wing County Fair, and we yeah. invite people to stop by their uh, location. You said the Public Safety Building? Right by the Public Safety Building. So if you come in the main gate, they're going to be just in there. The Sheriff's Office is usually just to the right, and you're going to see this just to the left, and you'll find um, a lot of different partners from um, different uh, organizations in the area that believe that this is an important thing for them to, to educate you on. So please stop by and participate. And if you know somebody that might be a new young driver or up and coming or maybe it's your husband you want to change their behavior or whatever it is for the sake of entertainment go ahead and and take a ride on the convincer or check out the other information and and learn something all right tom thank you so much for being here today and we encourage everyone to take that personal responsibility be safe on the roads very good thank you thanks Thanks, Tom. tom Tom Nixon is with TZD, the Lakes Area TZD. I'm Ken Thomas, along with Tess Taylor, and that is today's edition of Community Focus. We remind you that our Community Focus programs can be found anytime on our website. Go to 1067wjjy.com. You can also listen through our free downloadable app powered by Cuyuna Regional Medical Center.